This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, there's now a bill to allow feds to opt out of the payroll tax deferral plan in both chambers of Congress. DOD's Inspector General will be taking a look at just how the Pentagon spent that coronavirus relief money. And more clarification from the Labor Department on the kind of diversity and inclusion training that needs to go. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. House Democrats are making their own push to make the president's payroll tax deferral optional for federal employees. Virginia Congressman Jerry Connolly and Don Beyer introduced a House companion to the Preventing Employees from Surprise Taxes Act. Senator Chris Van Hollen is the author of the original Senate bill. His legislation now has bipartisan support with Maine Republican Suzanne Collins. The bill would simply require federal employees to request in writing to participate in the president's payroll tax deferral policy. Four Democratic committee chairs want Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz to investigate the actions of David Freed, a U.S. District Attorney in Pennsylvania, when he made public statements regarding issues with a small number of military ballots in the state. These statements were then mentioned by President Trump, and now the representatives are worried that by revealing too much about the investigation, Freed may be influencing the 2020 election. The Pentagon's inspector general is opening an investigation into whether DOD misspent coronavirus relief funds. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has more. The IG plans to start the probe this month, looking into whether DOD's CARES Act spending complied with the law. Some members of Congress have contended the department misappropriated parts of a billion-dollar fund that they intended for medical supplies and personal protective equipment. The Pentagon has acknowledged it used some of that money to support vulnerable portions of the defense industrial base, but DOD says the CARES Act explicitly allowed for that. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Meanwhile, the Defense Department wasted billions of dollars over two years in Afghanistan war reconstruction money. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more on that. The Pentagon could have bought three major sports teams and still had money left over with the money for the Afghan reconstruction it wasted from the beginning of 2018 to the end of 2019. The $3.4 billion was supposed to go to projects like training and public safety, according to the inspector general overseeing the Afghan reconstruction. Instead, that money bought books that were not in readable condition, funded failed counter-narcotics programs, and paid for a more than $5 million border patrol facility that was never used. Scott Massioni. Federal News Network. House Republicans are now looking for more answers from the Department of Veterans Affairs about a recently announced data breach. They commended VA for taking the breached application offline and notifying potentially impacted veterans, but Government Operations Subcommittee Ranking Member Jody Heiss says the breach is not unique to VA applications. He pointed to a recent Inspector General report. The IG found some veterans had personal information left unprotected on shared network drives. Representatives at some veteran service organizations had access to this information but did not need to. The Trump administration is instructing agencies to flag and remove outdated regulations using artificial intelligence. The Office of Management and Budget is directing the General Services Administration to help set up the contract vehicles and AI tools agencies will need to streamline these regulatory reviews. The Department of Health and Human Services ran an AI-led review of its regulations last year and found nearly 300 outdated requirements. HHS also found 85% of its regulations created before 1990 have not been updated since. 
The General Services Administration is taking the pulse of the small business community in preparation for the new government-wide acquisition contract called Polaris. GSA released a 17-question survey as a request for information. Among the topics, GSA wants to hear from small firms on all levels of experience across seven IT services, including cloud, cyber, and systems engineering. GSA also wants to know how much experience companies have in deploying and developing emerging technologies like artificial intelligence. Responses to the survey are due October 30th. There are still too many unanswered questions for industry about the Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Industry experts continue to raise serious concerns about the way forward for the Defense Department's Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, or CMMC, program. A technology industry representative told reporters yesterday that the interim rule DoD published in September didn't offer enough clarity about the certification process, the costs, and reciprocity. The official says DoD intends to get reciprocity with other standards, maybe even the cloud security program known as FedRAMP, but details remain sparse. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Labor Department is trying to clear up what diversity and inclusion training can continue under the president's recent executive order. We get more from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Federal contractors can still host unconscious bias training, but there's an exception. Craig Lean is the head of Labor's federal contract compliance programs. Any sort of training that focuses on a particular race or sex for negative treatment, no matter what that race or sex is, that's where it could be problematic. So, for example, training on white fragility or training on white privilege is likely to be problematic. Labor will give contractors a chance to comment publicly on the EO later this week. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The first batch of enlisted Space Force recruits will ship out to Joint Base San Antonio for training this week. Only seven service members will participate in the training. Those troops will be the first enlisted members of the Space Force, except for the military branch's senior enlisted advisor, Chief Master Sergeant Roger Toberman. The Space Force plans to bring in more than 300 enlisted recruits next year, and then 300 to 500 new recruits a year after that. Announced back in January, the Homeland Security Department has launched its new Center for Countering Human Trafficking. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. In his kickoff remarks, DHS Secretary Chad Wolf said the new center draws in people from 16 department components. It's led by Customs and Immigration Enforcement and Homeland Security Investigations. He said the center would be a hub for victim support, investigations, data analysis, and outreach to other law enforcement operations. Wolf emphasized that human trafficking often occurs entirely within the United States. HSI criminal investigator Angie Salazar will direct the center. I'm Tom Temin. And a watchdog report finds operational changes at the Postal Service had a significant impact on mail delays. Federal News Network's Joy Heckman reports. The Postal Service Inspector General says the agency met legal requirements when it implemented operational changes, but took issue with its execution. The IG found USPS didn't complete a study or analysis of the impact these changes would have on mail service, even though some regions were short-staffed with sick leave taken during the COVID-19 pandemic. The IG also notes USPS implemented these changes with little documentation or written guidance, and that instructions were handed down verbally, leading to confusion and inconsistent execution. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This 
holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.